Well, in my opinion, Alex is mashed potatoes. He is just, yeah, you know, he's good. He's nice to look at. There's some butter there. But is, is there any bacon? No. Is there any, any, any cheese on these potatoes? No, it's just good old fashioned mashed potatoes. And I'm like, is it me? Is it me or is he kind of a snooze? And there's nothing wrong with good guys. But am I going to remember this guy tomorrow? No. Yeah. Is he someone I'm going to be like, ooh, that guy was great. No. Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. And today we are going to be kicking off June with our beach reads. So today we're going to be talking about People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Yes! Uh, <laughs> so if you have not subscribed to our podcast channel, The Novel Universe. You can basically get all of our podcasts there, anywhere you get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on Instagram, The Novel Universe. And you can also now follow us on BookTube for our thoughts as to what we think about our books. And usually we break things up with a summary, our rating, and then we go into a non-spoiler discussion, and then we will let you know when we'll spoil things, because let's be honest, it is a book club talk. We want to make sure that we are hitting on all the points that need to be discussed. Mm -hmm. So, out further ado, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Two best friends, 10 summer trips, one last chance to fall in love. Poppy and Alex, Alex and Poppy, they have nothing in common. She's a wild child and he wears khakis. She has an insatiable wanderlust and he prefers to stay home with a book. And somehow, ever since a faithful car share home from college many years ago, they are the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live far apart. She's in New York City and he's in their small town small hometown but every summer for a decade they have taken one glorious week of vacation together until two years ago when they ruined everything they haven't spoken since poppy has everything she should want but is stuck in a rut when someone asks when she has last early and happy she knows without a doubt is on that ill-fated final trip with alex and so she just decides to her best friend to take one more vacation together and lay everything on the table and make it all right. I'm not going to say any more because I feel like... That's a lot. You're like... Eh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, Dawn, what did you rate this book? I gave it a 375. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a 425. Okay. Which is a reversal from last week because if you guys know, Ashley poo pooed all over last week's book. <laughs> Don was like, well, I wasn't that bad. <laughs> so, um, okay, well, I'd be curious to hear your 375. I think I know some reasons why, though. We probably have the same reasons, but it probably affected me more than you. This is very true. Yeah. Very true. All right. So now we're going to get into our dislikes. So for me, this book follows Alex and Poppy, right, and their friendship. And so there's present day that we are in. And then we will go back in time, like 10 years, to each of the trips that they took in order to find out what in the world caused such a rift between this glorious friendship. And those times when we would travel back to the summer trips of whether it was year seven, year six, year nine, whatever it was, they were overly descriptive in unnecessary information. They were just, it's like info dumping. 
all over the place. Like okay. it leaves for the good, like three or four pages of us getting back into the trip. I was like, I don't need to know about the trees. This isn't solving anything for me. I don't need to know about the child screaming on the airplane. Like this doesn't help move this story along at all. So that was like one of my biggest pet peeves with this book is that those transitions back into time were really just long-winded it was like listening to someone tell a story and you're like I've completely lost interest because you've told me like even like the small speck of dirt on your sock as you've walked through here <laughs> and I don't need all of that information okay for me that, that was, was my one of my big that was not any of my dislikes but I see where you're coming from okay Okay. I don't even I don't think what you have to say. <laughs> I know. Uh, my biggest dislike is the title of the book did not match the book. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's called The People We Meet on Vacation. And as I'm reading the book, it's becoming abundantly clear that they're not meeting anybody while they're on vacation. So at first I thought it was just a play on words. And so they're just kind of meeting themselves over again and every location they're rediscovering themselves until you get to the very end and this is not a spoiler but poppy is like i i like when we meet new people that makes me happy and i'm like but you don't you didn't meet anybody and even if they did it was those people were not significant to their lives like if you're yeah. going to if you're going to have a travel book and i i haven't read a travel book but i've watched travel movies into the wild comes into mm -hmm. my mind where when he's traveling and he's meeting people, these people are impacting him somehow, somehow. And the people that they meet on vacation did not, not even the guy in Canada. And he was probably the biggest person that they met on vacation. So yes, it tied back to him at one point for one small little yeah. part. And I was like, Oh, okay. Is there more people? And then that was it. But that was it. <laughs> But you would think a guy like him would have had some sort of druggy, druggy theories about life or love. No, no, it, it, he, he impacted nothing to the story and it wouldn't have mattered if she hadn't have made this big proclamation at the end. And if this book had not have been titled People We Meet on Vacation, I kept waiting for these awesome people that they were going to meet on vacation and I never met them. So that right there was a huge star drop unfortunately mm -hmm. yeah no i hear what you're saying like the the title did not coincide with the book itself it was one sentence where it addresses it because it was like oh well i should probably connect this together maybe and i feel like in a lot of other books that we've read you can see why it's titled that way fairly quickly so yeah i agree I agree. Um, my next, like, it's not it's not a big dislike. It, these are all very minor for me in particular. The one that I talked about was pretty big, and then yours, I can definitely um, attest to that one as well. But Poppy's friends and her boss, in the very minor characters in this book, just did not hold weight enough for me that I didn't care about them, and they. This book is definitely about Alex and Poppy and like their families a little bit, mm -hmm. but I feel like we were supposed to be um, sympathetic towards her boss um, in some other areas, which we can talk about in, you know, spoiler and like her friend, Rachel, it's just like, she's this famous blogger and she's got this whole entire life, but really deep down all she wants to do is save puppies. Like that's great. But uh, there was just no weight to her, to, to their characters, to really hold them, to help hold the main characters through. Yeah, I agree. So I didn't even really think about them at all. Like, especially Rachel, and I, I don't like people like Rachel, who they have this fabulous blog or vlog or Insta whatever, and they're these huge influencers, and all they do is shit all over their followers. Why don't mm -hmm. you go listen to what I have to say? It's so stupid. Well, I'm not even talking about anything significant. Then why do it? I hate when people do that. Uh, 
my favorite is the line where she's like, you see this right here? This is what I would wear all day, but no, I have to dress up for my followers. No, you don't. You don't have to do that. You can get a job at a dog rescue and fulfill your life. You won't make as much, but it's you'll be happy. Exactly. <laughs> I hated that. But that was not on my list. What this is fun. <laughs> we haven't had similar things on our dislike list. I know. List. We usually have the same thing. I um, I actually was given this book a four right up until the end. I did not like the ending. I did not like the miscommunication. Mostly Alex. Actually all Alex. And yeah, I'll save it for the spoiler edition. But I thought it was a really cheesy rom-com ending. And I love the rom-com, but I didn't like this. And yeah, the last 50 pages, it totally dropped a quarter of a star. Hi. I have something to comment on about it after. Just because I'm curious if you read a certain part of the book. Okay. But I'll talk about it later. But yes. <laughs> Um, my last, like, dislike before I get into, like, little nitpicks, because I actually really did enjoy this book, and my things are quite, quite minor, uh, was the last, the last 50 pages, the inability to communicate from Alex really bothered me, mm -hmm. because Alex is an intelligent person. He's not dumb. You know, yeah. he, he puts off this facade as, you know, um... I'm unapproachable, I'm the geeky teacher that knows all this information, you know, I have a really bad backstory where my mom died and I had to raise my whole entire family because it kind of crippled my dad and like all of these things. He's a really strong person, but for some reason, he can't talk to Poppy, <laughs> you know, or she can't talk to him and it's like, you guys have been friends for this long. You go really deep with each other on every other issue. Yep. But the fact that we're breaching this like friend zone, all of a sudden we just, you know, back it up a little bit. Nope. I don't want to go there because we're going to mess it up or whatnot. And it's like, I understand that. But at the same time, I feel like in real life, there's not so much of that, like backing it up. No, nope. I don't know. But I didn't like that they had a problem talking about their feelings to each other. Yeah. Yeah, we can get into that, into that in the spoiler mm -hmm. edition because I had that too. Okay. Um, the, the big moment. So books like this, they build up. Well, the, actually, that's not it. I'm lying. Um, that, that was kind of a dislike too where they build up this whatever happened in two years ago and it's like am I going to be let down by it I kind of was but then there's another big moment which I'm not going to say because of the spoiler I was not into it <laughs> I'll just keep it like that I'll just keep it like that <laughs> like that yeah yeah, that was uh, nitpick number one for me was the hidden reason why they were upset with each other or had parted ways. I was like, oh, well, then it, no, Ugh. like I, I didn't like it. And I will, t because I feel like it affected the moment that, that you're talking about. That whole reasoning why affected how our emotions were played out with the big moment in my opinion mm -hmm. so i didn't like that i think it was a good enough reason no <laughs> um i have a nitpick i think we're it's nitpicking time, nitpicking time. uh i liked and disliked that alex did not have a point of view it was all her and i felt like like, it wouldn't have made sense for it to be all Poppy's point of view, and then one chapter is Alex, but I hate when authors do that. So I'm glad she didn't. But at the same time, it's like, I really wish I had his point of view, or at least there could have been a little bit more cues, context clues, or something. Mm -hmm. Because I just felt like, when it came to Alex, he made me so angry. 
that I'm like, maybe if I had his point of view, I would understand him more. But from what we're getting as the reader, it was just not enough for me to accept his shitty miscommunication. Like, it was beyond ridiculous. Um, I have one more nitpick. This is actually not a nitpick. This is a hot take. I have a hot take. This is new for me. Okay, so let me find the page. Um, Poppy is lamenting on something about her life as she has done this entire book. And I got the wrong page documented. Anyway, she's talking about how, you know, her life is woo-woo, whatever. And she's like, oh, and I'm doing some, some blah, blah, blah that people complain about millennials. Oh, this is what millennials do. I don't remember what page it's on. Uh, but I'm kind of, like I said, this is a hot take. I'm kind of over this people shitting on millennials. People shit on every generation. I am a Gen mm-hmm. Xer. Gen Xers are lazy. Gen Xers are stupid. Gen Xers are crybabies and whiny babies. Oh my God. They do it to every generation. Get over mm-hmm. yourself. Millennials. Sorry, Ashley's a millennial. millennial. Sorry. <laughs> Just made the cutoff. Get over yourself. <laughs> oh my God. Every no, generation gets it. Yeah. No. It's just your it's turn. It's true. Like, when that, that whole line happened, I was like, oh my gosh, like, that doesn't apply to me at all. Like, I'm a successful person for being a millennial, and no, I don't mooch off of people to just get what I want, nor do I try to do things the easy way. All of this stuff. No. <laughs> I'm actually a really hardworking person. <laughs> oh my goodness. Apparently, I'm not. That's all I got. Okay. So my first like with this book is that this is an ideal book that I would bring to a beach. Mm -hmm. Ideal book I would bring to a beach. You could sit all day and read this book in one day if you wanted to. It is light. It is airy. Yes, there are some flaws in some of the storytelling and communication like we talked about. But I very much so could look past all of that because when I go to the beach, I don't want to be sitting here trying to figure out 17 different names that coincide with a realm and all this other stuff or nor do I want to be reading some, you know, super erotic book at the beach either. (laughs) Whatever you name it, uh, this is something that I would recommend to a friend who wants just a nice light and airy beach read. I like the nonlinear plot. I'm always a sucker for a nonlinear plot. And I mm-hmm. thought that it was done well. Uh, it made me really anticipate what happened two summers ago. Uh, I like that she dropped, like she would be in the current summer and then she would recall something back and we'd kind of go back to a different summer. So I do think a, no- a nonlinear plot makes a book a little bit more interesting because particularly with this book because we kind of see her grow throughout the book instead of it being she is like I'm so unhappy with my job and then her friends are like well this is what you need to do and her boss like this is what you need to do and then we watch her do all these things and make all these mistakes finally at the end she grows no she kind of is like she's kind of self-aware throughout the entire book and she'll say it this is why I'm feeling this way I feel this way about him this isn't healthy all through the book so I really did like that we saw her growth throughout the whole book and didn't have to wait she there was some growth at the end but she was growing in more places as the book went on yeah and more without help either yeah like she did get to a point where she did need help you know and I I liked that because it's like you know as as Poppy was entering this world from a really bad childhood you know and she's been running away from life and just trying to find a place that she feels accepted and happy she gets to a point where she really has to confront those issues and it's not always pretty that you can't just be like okay well I'm done with that for now so I'm gonna drop you on the side see you later I don't really prefer that anymore it's she she gets to a point where she does grow and it's like oh well you just had an adult moment where you had to kind of confront some past things in order to deal with how you're going to move forward in your present. So that part I did, I did really like as well. Um, I 
I laughed so hard at this book to the point where my husband asked what was so funny. And so I would read him some of the lines from the book. And his comment to me was, is she a comedian? Because that, that's rather witty. So, like, when there would be the bantering back and forth between Poppy and Alex, because Poppy is a very, like, in-your-face person. She doesn't really sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of just going on and on. Um, to reference, there's a part in the book where they're taking a trip or whatever. Normalize just one they're taking it (laughs) and they rent this car and this car is is a lemon right it's got all these issues going on and yada 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 and so instead of being thoroughly angry they continue talking in like third person for the car uh it aspires to be healthy um it aspires to have a working air conditioner and then Poppy's reply is, it aspires to not smell like butthole that's smoking a blunt. <laughs> just, like, dying in the car. That's just one of very many yeah. references that are made. And it's just it's so funny. So funny. I was laughing. I was so excited to be reading the storyline because I felt their pain at the same time. Yeah. it's yeah. It, it was their little ins- <laughs> Excuse me. It was their little inside jokes. Uh, so yeah, they had a lot of inside jokes and I did like that. I thought the inside jokes were really funny. I did like the Aspire one. I also like the, it speaks to me. Um, (laughs) it's, there were, they had several inside jokes, but I think the Aspire and the, it speaks to me were the, the best ones. And there were times where I was laughing out loud and then it was kind of sad when, um, this was after their their two-year fallout and she says it speaks to me and he didn't acknowledge it and I was like oh devastation I almost cried because I, he didn't get it and I was like oh man oh yeah I agree a hundred percent that part made me so unhappy that he didn't like <sighs> revel in that same joy as her I'm like that's like your guys's whole entire banter like yeah. no uh, <sighs> uh let's see i have another one and i dropped my notes sorry guys here we go <laughs> all right so if you didn't guys if you guys did not know um emily henry the author of this book actually wrote this book after harry met sally it was a take on harry met sally and I, after reading that towards the end, I was like, oh, I get it. I get it now. Just the the structure of the story, some of the things Alex does uh, with Poppy, I'm just like, oh, okay, I can, I can get this. That was kind of nice, because I don't think we've read something like that before at all, because it wasn't the same, but it was a take on Harry Mazzelli. Yeah. Let's see... Do you have any other likes? Speaking of When Harry Met Sally, I think I've seen that movie, but I feel like I haven't seen all of it. But I do have a favorite line in the movie where she's like really sad and crying. And she was like, I'm 30. And he was like, no, you're not. And she was like, I will be one day. (laughs) I don't know why I remember that, but it's so true. You're like 27 and you're like, I will be someday. I will be 30 sometime. Anyway, uh, let's see. I think that Poppy is relatable to people in their 30s. As far as career-wise, I am not in my 30s. so, But I I can see a lot of people in their 30s being kind of relatable as far as uh, not being happy with their job. They went to school to do this one thing and now they haven't. And now it's like, I'm not really happy with this, but... I'm an adult now. What do I do? Like, I can kind of see a lot of people around her age, like, really feeling. Now we have car honks, really <laughs> feeling her pain. <sighs> it's okay, Don. One of these times, we're going to just be in a crazy studio where none of this will happen. Yeah, well, Alyssa's right husband has a great studio. Alyssa, talk to your man. 
That's that's what I have for likes right now. Okay. I think I have one more. I have I, one more. I, I have a few more, but <laughs> spoiler. Okay. I kind of um, done it. My last one is usually when we read adult fan or adult fiction, like everyone is like Swapna, where they have their Burberry bang and matching matching trench coat and they're going on these fancy trips and all this, you know, this fancy life. And Poppy and Alex, they start off anyway as traveling on a budget. And they have to find a cheap Airbnb and they have to rent this car and they have all these travel problems and they have to eat one dollar pizza and you know, I that's kind of how real people travel. So I really did like seeing that kind of a person who is, you know, they make um they're not super wealthy, they have just, you know, a job where they can afford they can afford to travel but it's not like first class or they can only do it once a year and all mm -hmm. that stuff yeah that part I actually really liked because it, it and it kept being brought up too that like we don't have a bunch of money to do something like this like how can we do it on the cheap you know like we we find our own happiness on our trip and it's about the meeting new people or whatever that you meet on vacation <laughs> Exactly. Uh, last thing I really liked about this book is that I loved that Alex's and Poppy's relationship started as an actual genuine, genuine friendship. It didn't just start as like a love interest thing. They were friends from the get go. The people that they could you could talk to them. It was a simply like it was. A, there was no chemistry whatsoever, none. And I really liked that because. Even though it it does grow, the growth of that was so important to them and their relationship because they really just didn't want to lose that friendship because it was such a beautiful thing that you can't find a lot of times between a guy and a girl. Because especially like someone gets married or someone's really happy in a relationship so they can no longer hang out with you because why? That would be ambiguous to do something like that. You don't hang out after you're like dating someone it's kind of like taboo yeah to be alone so yeah i really like that all right that's so all that's all i have for non-spoilers if you are curious to continue following us along next podcast we're going to be talking about the midnight library by Max Matt Hague. Matt Hague? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, we're a little bit late to the party on this particular book. However, it has gotten such raving reviews that we are curious to see what the hustle and bustle is all about over there. So if you do not want to hear how this book ends, hear all of our things that we have to say now is the time to pop out thank you so much for joining us and if you want to get spoiled bye four three two one <laughs> dun, dun, dun. i feel like i do that every single time dun, dun, dun. now i know <laughs> to wait for the dun 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 before i start You do? Yeah. You like it? Ah, a second. <laughs> okay, well, I have a question. What was your favorite trip that they went on? Uh, I don't think I had one. Because they were all kind of repetitive. I would have loved to say Tuscany, but they stayed inside and played board games. Who goes to Tuscany to play board games? You could do that at home. I was so upset. <laughs> I know. Tuscany was actually my first. They, like, it would have been my first. However, I think that the, the, the one where they go to Canada and they meet... The, this band of young adults that are completely 
high living on life and whatever, like that was the epitome of we're young into the world, we've graduated high school and college, we're experimenting things. How did you, how, how was your makeout session? Mine was great, you know, but you know, we didn't hook up cause I don't want to do that. Well, I thought you would No, I'm, I'm okay. We're just going to hang out over here. It's fine. Like that was, I was like, that's such a best friend thing to talk about. Like, how was your evening? <laughs> but with opposite sex, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Okay. But that one in particular, I actually, I really liked. And then I liked the one where she gets so dog sick, like gets pneumonia. Oh. Yeah. And he gets on the plane and goes to take care of her. I'm like, there is good in this world. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I loved it. I mean, if even if Alex would have been a girl, I would have still been like, yes, thanks for stepping up in your best friend shoes here. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about Poppy's, like, dislike of Lithfield, Linenfield? Yeah. And all? I mean, I get it. She, I think she may have been a little, I don't want to say sensitive, that's mean, but she got bullied a little bit and she hated her school. I mean, yeah. I guess. I was waiting for a big reveal that something really terrible, like, happened to her. Like, they made her streak through, like, the cornfields or something in Ohio. I don't, you know, or pulled her pants. I don't know. Some sort of big, like, thing that caused her to truly hate that people. That's there. That people. <laughs> that area. Yeah. Just because okay, well, she got hurt so bad from multiple people picking on her. It truly stunted her want to have home roots. She just wanted to escape and to be free from all of that. And then even when she's in New York and she meets one of the bullies of her childhood and she's looking at him and he is, he's got the nice dad bod going on. You can tell that he he's balding, you know, he's got all these things that he used to be this big deal and now he's not so scary anymore. That's the best way that I could play. He's not intimidating anymore. Yeah. You know, and his first reaction to her is, I'm so sorry for making your life a living hell, basically, for all of your childhood. He's like, it weighs on me every single day. And I think to myself, like, oh, those people that actually cause harm to others maybe it does weigh on them throughout and they've got like a guilty conscience or whatever because it's obviously affecting her and then to see that it's affecting the person who actually dished it out is like you don't usually get that you usually get the person that it, that it's affected and they decide to be the bigger person and just move forward with it yeah so but i did like that, that she kind of came to terms with the fact that it's not the city people were being people and they're not the same anymore. <laughs> you know, they're not out to get her basically. Yeah. I mean, I think it fit with the rest of the story as far as her and Alex being opposites and why, you know, he knew that she wanted to leave the town, but he liked it there and he wanted roots somewhere, but she liked to travel and get out and leave. And I think that kind of, made sense to the story um mm -hmm. was it like an earth-shattering theme no but i mean it made sense to the story what did you think of alex and um sarah the over or no the the girlfriend that just you couldn't get rid of i i had issues with the end because Poppy apologizes to her, but I don't know what she needed to apologize for. Like, it wasn't mm -hmm. like Poppy was purposely being a saboteur. Because she wasn't. Like, she'd be like, so how Sarah? And he would say something and she'd try to get a little bit more info and he would stop talking about it and she would too. And it wasn't like she was like, when they were in Tuscany, she wasn't trying to make Sarah look 
like an idiot or anything. She never bad mouthed her or anything. So why did she need to apologize to her? I, I thought that was stupid personally. And Sarah was like, yeah, thank you for the apology. For what? It's, if, mm -hmm. if I recall, Sarah was the one who broke up with him probably because she knew he was hung up on this other woman but still like whatever i didn't like that that also made me lower my rating because i didn't like that i i agree i thought that there was no reason for her to apologize for liking alex because she never stood in the way of alex breaking up with sarah nope at that never was there. Like, she always had good intent for him to be happy. And if Sarah made him happy, okay. I mean, she goes on and on and on. And, like, the multiple times that they broke up of, like, Sarah was a bad person for you. She didn't get you. She doesn't, you know, understand all of your different fallacies or whatever. You name it. You know, and he would still keep going back to her. So, I don't think she had to necessarily apologize for liking him but you know maybe if she wanted to have a clear conscience and just say i did not think good things about you and then for that i'm sorry or something i don't yeah. know but at the same time it's like well is she striving for a relationship with sarah or no no not really not really the the moment where we have the revealing as to what happened two years ago in Croatia. What did you think it was? <laughs> so I didn't read the description of the book, which I usually don't. So I didn't know that this was a friends to lovers. I didn't know this was a romance. So I didn't either. Yeah. So when I, I started either. to realize that this, yeah, I think even before I realized that this was like a friends to lovers, I was like, okay, one of two things is the cause of their fallout. And they either kissed or something and it was like, oopsies, or one of them like, what are you doing? <laughs> my legs got stuck to my teeth. I was like, one of them made a move and the other one was like, ew, or... It has to be something romantic because nothing else is going to make sense here. Yeah, but, my thought was like a drunken, like, uh, like speech, right? So they, okay. they went on some sort of vacation went to a winery, had a bunch of different wines, or having a gay old time, whatever. Like, they used to dance together, no problem. This is fine. There's totally no feelings attached. And my thought was, well, what happens if you go a step too far and now you've established this long relationship? And sometimes when people drink, some people are emotional. So I was expecting this big emotional, like, vo word vomit of feelings. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen i was actually disappointed that they kissed i was disappointed because then the build up for their big moment of when they did kiss i was like oh but they've already done it before i know it's not the same game. it's like the it's like the author wrote it in the wrong order yeah and maybe it would have made more sense if we saw the kiss in croatia first and then the big bang but we sort of so when the Big Bang happened, I, I totally thought that she was dreaming the entire time. I was like, this isn't really happening. This can't be really happening because it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I'm like, this isn't really happening. And so then the next chapter, I was like, oh, no, it really did happen. Where did that come from? And then you get the, the Croatia story. I know. So, yeah, my... Uh, my thoughts with that were not good. No. I was not happy with that. It actually made me not as, like, satisfied in the moment you're supposed to be satisfied in because they're finally together. They're finally, like, expressing their feelings towards each other. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. They've already kind of, like, done this. It's kind of like you've already tried that pair of pants on and then someone gives it to you six months later and says, here's the pants that you got, but you should act surprised. 
it was kind of like that <laughs> where we already knew the gift was coming i didn't know the gift was coming but in reverse oh in reverse okay. in reverse but that's like how it, i I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that they kissed before. I actually was disappointed. I was hoping it was something else. Or I was hoping, like, she found out that, you know, Alex broke off things with Sarah, like, found the ring or something like that, and he's, like, goodbye to her or some sort of something. But no. No, and this is why I was hoping, not hoping, but this is why I wish that there could have possibly been a point of view of Alex because we only got her longing for him and these little end of chapter heartbreak moments where she's just like, they have to love him from afar and can never tell. Like there were some moments at the end of each chapter, not each chapter, but some of the chapters I was just like, damn girl, you are killing me with your little <laughs> sad proclamations of love here. But we never <clears throat> got that from Alex. Like I was saying in the spoiler free, he didn't really give any clues. Like, when she was looking at his body, she never caught him looking at her. Or when he, or when she was like, like when she was sick and they kind of had a moment, we only got it from her perspective. He kind of looked at her, but then, you know, it, it never, there were, there were no clues on his part. So when the big moment happened, it was just like, oh, now he wants her? Like, where did that come from? I just... I didn't like it. I guess, I guess, okay, so did the tender thing happen before or after the big moment? I think it happened before. Before. It happened okay. before. I think so that may like have you, been the only clue. You kind of get a hint that he's like, yes, I would swipe for you. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe he's not the stoic beast that we think he is. You know, because up until that point, I still was like, what happened? Did someone spoil something? I don't know because I did. I didn't think that they had like chemistry before. Well, in my opinion, Alex is mashed potatoes. He is just, yeah, you know, he's good. He's nice to look at. There's some butter there, but is is there any bacon? No. Is there any any, any cheese on these potatoes? No. It's just good old fashioned mashed potatoes and i'm like is it me is it me or is he kind of a snooze and there's nothing wrong with good guys but am i gonna remember this guy tomorrow no yeah is he someone i'm gonna be like oh that guy was great no it's his cat like you know he's an admirable guy but he's kind of boring he's boring so if you're into a guy that's I don't know not gonna ride the motorcycle without the helmet then oh, that's cool but I don't think Sarah liked it either but Poppy wanted that so I didn't yeah mm -hmm. I did like the fact that this book really brought into perspective like at least towards the end the you know when you lose your joy in life how important is it for you to go back and look for those moments when you did experience joy to the fullest and how can you alter the course of your life right now in order to maintain happiness? And that part I really liked because Poppy got everything that she wanted, right? She got the, the blog where she's writing for this awesome rest and relaxation people where she's doing all the vacations that people want to go and see and they don't even have money to pay for but they dream about like these are the vacations that we all dream about going on like if I had a little bit of money I would do this or whatever and the whole lifestyle of that is lonely you're constantly going on a vacation somewhere where you don't know anybody and if you can bring your best friend along it's kind of like it doesn't make it so bad but when she stopped being able to bring Alex along because of their issues, it got to a point where she was like, it's not worth it anymore. Having this overpriced apartment in the city that I can't pay for, really, if I continue vacation like this, or yada, 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 all these little things. Um, I definitely liked that 
tie into this story because that also speaks to Poppy's growth in this book where she basically gave up that crazy lifestyle and then did it more on the cheaper side which I guess that was a jab at us millennials but that's fine too (laughs) I only had one issue with that where she was saying that I only made friends with the the hotel people and the waiters or whatever and I'm like because once again that's her whole speech at the end where she was like I'm not happy because I'm happy when we meet people on vacation that was her whole speech and then she says when I was working with R&R the only people I would meet was the chef who was giving me free food because I was writing for this blog or the hotel people and I'm like that's kind of not true because if you're writing for a travel blog, you're going to um, landmarks and where all other people are. Yes, you have a photographer, but you can certainly meet people while you're on that boat in Italy, on that gondola in Italy, or you're looking at the Eiffel Tower. Like, I kind of called bullshit on that. Like, if she was the poppy that she would supposedly be, like bubbly and friendly, she could have met people while she was there. I'm sorry, but you could have. That was a bit of a stretch for me. Yeah. Well, she was no Samantha Brown from TLC. Do you remember Samantha Brown from TLC? Where she was Was the one one that would go and visit all of these places. Didn't she like eat for like $5 a day or something like that? No, uh -uh. uh-uh. She would visit all of these extravagant hotels and show you all the glorious things that you can do whilst you're in... You know, we'll just do Croatia for right now and all the sculptures, blah, 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 all this stuff. But she would be by herself with a crew and she would meet all of these people while on the journey. So she ain't no Samantha Brown. <laughs> exactly. And that's where it lost me. Well, it lost me at the Big Bang, but it really, it, it, this lost me too. And then what really lost me is the airport fight. Where she's, where she's just being honest and she's like, hey, I was just trying to figure out when I was happy. And, and then he just, like, it was a forced, a forced conflict. It's like Emily Never, Henry yes. had to put a conflict. You have to have a big conflict somewhere in your book. She put it here, but it was forced because that argument didn't need to happen. He didn't need to blow up like that. And then he ignores her texts like he did two years ago. How old are you? Put on your big boy khakis and answer the damn phone. She's trying to reach out to you and you keep ignoring. This is a 30-year-old man. I'm like, are you kidding me? That pissed me off so bad when she tried so hard to communicate with him. And he, she, he just totally ghosted her twice. Twice. And then wonders why she and him are not like connecting. Because you ghosted her two years ago, dude. What is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I was actually disappointed with when the 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 turn came, if you will. <laughs> the turn, the downfall. Because mm-hmm. it was like at 86%. I looked. I looked. <laughs> and I, like, the whole time I'm like, wow, there hasn't really been, like, a big fallout. Maybe this is just, like we're making amends and it's going to be fine or whatever. And I was like, wow, we're getting pretty close to the end of the book here. When is something going to, cause that's how it is. Yeah. Stories always have that. There's always some sort of pivotal moment where it's a day, you know, right or die. And at that moment I was like, ah, uh, no, no. Y'all were just talking just fine. Now all of a sudden he's butt hurt because he really meant it. What, how did she not mean it? She just played girlfriend for you? No. <laughs> Ooh, I and you know what else? When you were saying, when you just said that they've been talking all this time, actually they didn't. So after the Big Bang, it was hot. They went to a different hotel. They're getting ready for the wedding. And she wants to talk about it. He wants to bang some more. The whole time at the wedding, we're not talking about it. After the wedding, we're not talking about it. At no time did they have a discussion about what just happened. What mm-hmm. is that? And it's him. He's not talking. That's all I was like, he needed a POV because I needed to know what was going on in his head while this man 
basically fell out with his friend two years ago because of the kiss and then we went further in the further than a kiss and we're still not talking he's still not talking about it yeah that part made me sad where it was like after they have their big moment or whatever and they go to the other hotel because you know ac's broken and she goes in to take a shower and he falls asleep on one of the beds and she has to ask herself is it appropriate for me to snuggle up next to him mm-hmm. and i was like good yes yes you do but because he doesn't talk to her she doesn't know but she didn't know so she's in the other bed and then the, then the next morning he's gone on a run and they still don't talk about it all he does is shower and run and not talk and then and then he gets a vasectomy after he said he wanted kids and grandkids what what is that I know why he was afraid because you know his mom died at childbirth and he didn't you know he's afraid of that but then why do you go and tell this girl that we want different things I want a family and I want a home and you don't well you just got a vasectomy so what does that say about you and he went and got the vasectomy the day that she thought she was pregnant too not by him but because he didn't want to be like put in that situation to have a mom without you know yeah babies and i was like okay Poor so yet again pov from alex would have been so beneficial to this book and and what about poor sarah he just got a vasectomy and then tell his girlfriend <laughs> that's probably her. why she broke up with him ain't nothing to do with poppy he went and got a vasectomy I don't want kids no more. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I went and got the job done. Snip, snip. You just can't snip that. Stick that. Stick <laughs> from the office. <laughs> oh, I think we've we've exhausted all areas. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All in all, <laughs> I was happy that they did not wind up like married in the epilogue. That they were still exploring. I will say that. Like, that was like, oh, that's not something that we're, like, used to hearing. You know, the epilogue is like, oh, they're married. They have five kids and two cats. And they live in a side cul-de-sac down the road or whatever. In Linfield. In Linfield. PTA. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, well, that has been our review of People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. She also has another one called Beach Read. And then I think she has some YA fantasy books, if I'm not mistaken, as well. It's like she jumped from YA to adult. I read I read to, Sorry. I read a book by her and Brittany Cavallaro and I did not like it. So when I saw that this was her book, I was like, ooh. ooh. But it's it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. We hope to catch you next time. And I just did the whole thing. So goodbye. Bye. Bye. You always do it differently. And so.